welcome, welcome. I am Janita Stanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari, and this is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. Tonight, we have a special guest with us, Kayada Mitchell. Hello, hello, hello. And she has never purchased a home. She would be considered a first-time home buyer, and this is our first-time home buyers consultation session. Okay? Right. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> hey, look, before we start, though, so a disclaimer, I don't smoke weed. Anybody? Y'all don't smoke no, weed, I don't right? Smoke. All right. Because people think I do because I come up <laughs> with crazy stuff. So I always wondered, right, after the first nightmare, don't you think it should have been more for sale signs on Elm Street? Right. Was anybody gonna buy the house though? Right. Yeah, people with no kids. Oh my god. (laughs) What's that other movie? Some people be buying uh, uh, that dude go to the scary houses so he can write a book. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Um, uh, paranormal? um, Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, be careful where you buy a house at. Right, right, I'm sure. So, um, I guess we would start with um, how interested... So, when I do... I I think we all have different styles, I have to say. And one of the things that I kind of start with when someone approaches me is like, how interested are you on a scale from 1 to 10? You know, is it something that you're seriously considering, very interested in, you know, like which... On a scale from one to ten, how interested in you are you know are you in becoming a homeowner? Ten being ten being very interested, zero being not that interested. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I would say I'm right in the middle, so like five. Okay. Like I'm definitely interested. I'm always like looking, you know, keeping my eyes mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. But like I have a lot of questions, like you know, like how much, you know, should I have saved up before I even start looking? Um, what areas? You know, like what, you know, how the market is, you know, is this too out of my range? (laughs) You know, (laughs) don't go on that side of town. You know what I mean? (laughs) You should kind of, you know, or even still like where my credit should be at too. Like that's always what I'm thinking about, you know, should, you know, is it a certain level where you should just be like, nah, you're not even ready. Or, you know, or this is, you know, you still can do something in this area. You know, it's not the best, but you still can get out there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's a lot of, you know, I'm, but I would say in the middle, I would say like a six, six, seven. Those are all okay. good questions though. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are all good questions. Yeah. And um, I think she's thinking right though. Right. right. Most people be like, I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm going to go to <laughs> yeah. the house tomorrow. <laughs> right. They wake up, literally, they wake up, uh, and maybe they, maybe their friend just went and bought a house. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm about to go buy one too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so call it FOMO, yeah. the fear of missing out. Well, yeah. people, that's what it is. Yeah. So, Everybody else start doing it. You start doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, without even thinking about Correct. it. Correct. Right. Yeah, and not understanding that, that this is one of the largest purchases you will ever make in your life, right? right. You're mm-hmm. buying a house, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you um Are you renting <clears throat> now? Right. And how long have you been? Are, how long have you been renting the same house? Well, the last three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three okay. years. Yeah. All right. So, how surprised would you be to know that? Those are most people's first questions. Mm. Yeah. 
when when people come and they're looking to purchase, one of the first questions that they ask is, how much money do I need? <laughs> what does my credit score need to be? I think some of those questions are easier to answer. Like, the credit score question is a fairly easy question. Right. You know what I mean? You can give a pretty good range, you know, be at least a 620 mm -hmm. um, minimum. You can get started for less than that. And mm -hmm. if you feel like your scores are less than that, then you can have someone to take a look at it a little bit closer, like a loan officer that you trust or that right. you want to use, and they could point you in the right direction. But when you start talking about how much money do I need, I think that's a little bit more of a complicated question because... Well, it depends on the price range mm -hmm. and the program. Exactly. The right. So let me ask you this, and you don't have to say the score. Do you know what your credit score is? Not as of right now, I don't. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure it's stronger now. Right. Just because I've been working on it, but I haven't checked it in a while. Okay. Most people don't. Mm -hmm. Like, even people that that are in the process of actually buying a house, they mm -hmm. don't know their credit score until okay. they call somebody. Because okay. a lot of times, you the average person don't have a reason to check your credit score right. on a regular basis. Right. Although we all should, but <clears throat> in most cases, people don't. Mm-hmm. Or they got that credit karma. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we go and check it. Why, wait, wait, said, um, so why are you laughing? About just because the credit karma <laughs> is almost the equivalent of Zillow. Like when people go on Zillow oh. and be like, oh, Zillow said my house is worth this much. You right. know what I'm saying? So you basically saying credit karma is just not really accurate. It's not right. reliable. Correct. It's a good template to kind of give you a range, but it's not as accurate. It's, okay. So in the mortgage world, um, they have their own criteria for checking credit scores. Okay. Credit Karma would just say, hey, you're you're here and this okay. is a range. But the lenders look at something a little different. Okay. Yeah. Different scoring model. Um, so we like to use myfico.com. I just actually checked mine on there Stop today. Giving my, no, um, but everybody does it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> MG, the mortgage guy, everybody right. talks about using it. That? Yes. Yeah, he did that for me. Uh, I, I was got first. It. Um, <laughs> I think that so Soldier Boy, I did it first. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was the first person using my FICO.com. You might be I so I've been not using it before I met Shaka. Um But it works. So okay. I use it. <laughs> Some people don't want to use it because they have to pay money. You okay. have to spend forty dollars a month. Uh you don't But have it's to, gonna be accurate though. Yeah, and you don't have to keep a monthly um subscription. subscription. Okay. Either. So um I think that, would you guys say that knowing your credit score is part of financial literacy? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I would say probably probably with credit score, you probably want to check it about a year before you decide you want to buy a house. Okay. So a lot of people wait until like, oh, I'm, I'm going to look to buy a house this April. And then they look at their credit score. They don't even look at it. Mm -hmm. They wait until the loan rep pull, pull the oh, credit. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Right? So probably check if you're going to buy a house this summer, start now looking mm -hmm. at your credit score. When you call the lender, you can say, this is my credit score. This is what's on my credit. Okay. Because they can probably tell you some things to do before they even run your credit report. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why I said that the money part, to me, can be a little bit um, more involved is mm -hmm. because, like Reggie said, so you have all these different tiers and price points. Mm -hmm. So are you buying a $50,000 house, a $200,000 house, or a $500,000 house? You know what I mean? Um, and then I think the question is not more so how much do I need? It would be more so how much am I willing to spend or right. put down? 
because um, you have first-time homebuyer programs. You have a lot of them. I think one of the strongest contenders right now would probably be Mishta. That's what right. we're, you know, seeing a lot of. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, what they loan between $7,500 to $10,000. Right. And you have to be responsible for 1% in that case. Mm. So 1%, if you buy a $200,000 house, $2,000 is how much you have to have vested into your transaction. If you're not getting Mishta, you're just going straight conventional or FHA. Mm -hmm. Those are different programs. Now you have different tier cards. The minimum for conventional is 3%. Minimum for FHA is 3.5%. And then you have to invest your own 3% and 3 and a half. I mean, it could be gifted. Right. You're like your mom, dad, grandmother, right. aunt. Right. So 3% three, 3 and 3.5% of the purchase price right. of the house. Right. So if that's $200,000, you're at $6,000. No. Then you have your closing costs. Huh? Your closing that's costs separate. on top of that. And that's the other thing that's yep. a little complicated because down payment and closing costs are two separate things but right. a lot of times people speak about those like yeah. together together yeah together yeah so when because i didn't say, right until now i just i didn't know that they were two separate things right yeah because so, you would just be thinking how much i got put down exactly mm-hmm. right exactly so your closing costs would be like your lender fees tax prorations and things like that and a lot of times well in this market is not as common but in most programs, the seller can pay part of your closing costs, oh, okay. so they can credit back to you. So you, some people will come to the table with just their down payment. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that can be negotiated. But you have to know what market you're in. Right now, it's so competitive; most sellers aren't giving, paying your closing costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's like the bad thing. People was really in; they thought that's like norm. Right. Right. Like, got, yeah, you know what? You just pay the closing costs. You know what I'm saying? You give me right. your, that six percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not understanding that was because of the market. Right. You know what I mean? That was around right. that. So, yeah. Well, it's strategies around that as well. So getting back to maybe having people to understand that it doesn't necessarily have to come out of their profit. We can put it on top of their profit um, when we're talking about closing costs. But Do you understand what she said? I'm, she kind of went left right. on me a little bit, I so but I was trying to will it back in. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's say she was over there um, willing too. I'm, like, really willing. I'm like, hmm. let's say your closing. So also, really, you kind of financing your closing costs, and mm-hmm. this is one strategy. So the house is two hundred thousand. You got your down payment, but your closing costs may be thirteen thousand. Okay. All right. So you offer to sell a two thirteen and have them pay thirteen towards your closing costs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so basically, you're kind of financing it, right. but you're coming to the table with less money. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of just adding it on to your mortgage. Okay. The mm-hmm. issue is the house has to appraise for two thirteen, right? Or the lender is not going to loan it. And some programs won't allow the seller to give you. Um, so most programs, the max is like six percent. Mm-hmm. Some lenders will only allow three percent because based on your credit and everything, they want you to have more skin in the game. Got it. Yeah. Which is why it's hard to do in this market because the seller is selling it at what it's appraising at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not leaving. It used <laughs> yeah. to be you leave a little bit of. We it used to be a little bit of fair. You know, yeah, I just think they they just dogging it right yeah. now, right? You know what I mean? It used to be fair. Like some people used to try to leave some money in there for right. the buyer, right? Mm-hmm. Now they don't care. Like I, well, what now? It was that the buyers had to. It was less competitive. The buyers can mm-hmm. negotiate that. 
Agreed. The house been sitting on the market a mm-hmm. month or two months, so for they sure. can negotiate that. But no, because I still wouldn't have my house to stay on the market for no month or two months. Never. Right. Because you, know, you probably was accepting one of those offers. Right. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, I was accepting, yes. And, and then because I just was more fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, I want to get the deal done. I'm not about to uh, sit on it for a month or two right. and have a month or two of holding costs right. as well. You get what I'm saying? Right. These A lot of sellers now are not educated on well, actual not educated. real money. They're getting, they're getting 12 offers in one week. Some so of them. why would they yeah. give up any any leverage to a buyer? Agree. Right. So I think that agreed. right now, if you're coming into the market, let's say if you said, you know what, man, we that was a great talk we had yesterday. Let's just <laughs> let's get started next week looking for a house. Uh-huh. Then you kind of have to just understand that um, it may be a little bit of a process. For sure, you may go through five houses that you like before you get an offer accepted, unless. You're trying to do what you call win the bid. Right. You know what I mean? So you probably, you know, you're coming and paying all of your own costs. Um, I, that just threw me off. <laughs> so, so like, right now it's competitive. People would pay more than a list price. Got it. And they would guarantee. So the house might appraise for 200 They'll give appraisal guarantee, and they'll say, if it don't appraise, I'll offer two hundred five. If it only appraised for two hundred, I'll pay the five thousand dollar difference. Mm-hmm. So, and then you can't underestimate what other people are doing too. So, like right now, we have a transaction where we have a thirty thousand dollar guarantee. So that means that if we have a um, deficiency in our appraisal or you know the value, mm-hmm. then that buyer is willing to come out of pocket, um, you know, mm-hmm. an, an additional thirty thousand dollars. But it's not really. You just have to, I think that when it comes to like the appraisal guarantees, you have to understand that you're just not financing right. that money. Right. You're just, you're paying for it. Um, now you have more equity built in because mm-hmm. you paid for it. And you just spending, you spending money the same way you do when you go and buy anything else that's not a house. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you pay for I don't it agree. out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't agree with that because, so if, if you're paying, if let's say your offer was two hundred, but you gave a two hundred uh, thirty thousand uh, dollar appraisal guarantee, right? And uh, appraisal came back at two hundred, just because you put the thirty thousand, you don't have thirty thousand dollars in equity. No, you don't. No, if it came back at two hundred, that's what. Well, that's that's what thirty thousand. But what, what I'm trying to explain right. is that you were willing to finance two hundred and thirty thousand, mm-hmm. which still would have been at the top of the. <laughs> you know, it would have been all of your equity. So the bank wouldn't allow you to finance two thirty. You, but you still were willing to pay two thirty. Right. So now you still um, are only financing two hundred thousand instead of two hundred and thirty thousand. But now, instead of and your thirty thousand, if you would have normally put that thirty thousand dollars down, you would have had equity. Do you now understand you what they saying? So she's saying I was willing, you was willing to pay two thirty. Mm-hmm. It didn't appraise for two thirty, but right. you paid the difference, so right. you still satisfied because you was gonna spend two thirty because you wanted this house. Mm-hmm. He's saying if it appraised for two hundred and you put in two thirty, the thirty, you in a hole. That's but her mindset is saying 
Hey, I wanted it two thirty. I wanted it anyway. anyway. I'm good. Mm-hmm. He's saying that's just a bad investment. No, 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 no. Uh, well, Anita said that you had thirty thousand dollars of equity. Yes. He's saying you he don't. You don't he, have the equity. Yeah. He's right. saying it's not. It's but not. Okay. You actually, so you get in, it. In, yeah, I get it. Okay. I'm following both in this in this right. market, as I seen exactly where he was like, I don't agree with that. Right. <laughs> what would you do in that situation? In that situation, if I. I mean, if I was willing to pay that and I right. had that, you know, and this was something that I was set on. Right. And that was a purchase that I really wanted to make. Right. I, I would probably be satisfied. Okay. Let me ask you this. So, two things. So, the house that you're in now that you're renting, mm-hmm. would you buy that house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would buy that property. Okay. And so, what would make you pay more than what the house appraised for and, like, the situation they were talking about? Like, would it be, like, school district, location? It would, it would have to be something to where I, I was set on that house. It had to be okay. something where, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was, like, uh, some type of selling point. It could okay. it could be the location. It All could right. be close to my, my employment. Right. You know, it would have to be something that sold me on it. Okay. You know, right. probably a number of things, not just probably one. You know what I mean? Right. I think there are a lot of people who have that mindset and a lot of people who feel like they're buying into a projected equity. Yeah. So what you have um, right now is equi- uh, values are still increasing. We're, mm-hmm. I don't know that we're at the top or we've peaked mm-hmm. in value. And so in certain areas where people go in and they buy a house, so like um, using the example that I just said with our $30,000 guarantee, that person is projecting a future higher value for that property. Mm -hmm. So if the house doesn't appraise, they are still expecting that the value is coming. Right. Right? Right. So... um, you know, I, I you know that's a, it's opinion right now. Well, yeah, it's not a negative. So, I, so <laughs> Reggie misunderstood what I was saying. Right, I I didn't. It's not a negative. Like he just said, right. yeah, he didn't agree you with did, it was equity. the equity was in it. Right, right. Yeah. If you, I mean, I'm I think that way in, in everything in life. Like everybody be trying to find a deal, and no, I don't have time to find a deal. Right. If if it's what I want, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pay. Right. I'm gonna pay yeah. for it. You Whatever. Know what I'm mm-hmm. and that's it's because that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, you know right. within reason. Yeah, right. right. But that's reason. why I liked when you asked me that because it would it would have to it had to be something. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like like growing up, you know, like growing up, we I mean, old Park was just like, oh, this is a family area. You know, like I still would like. I just still ask my dad, like, oh, is that one house? Do they have an open house coming up? Mm-hmm. We still walk through because I would think, like, that would be, like, my um, ideal, mm-hmm. like, area to live in. Like, the Oak Parks, the Berkeleys, that little, yeah. you know, that little area, Royal right. Oak, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's because I didn't look at so what, many yeah. of those houses with your mom, with Carrie, you know. Yeah. Right. Like, I know a lot of, like, how the structure is. How the insides look, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, you're from so, there. You and I'm from right. there, you know. It's low. It's like it's local. Like yeah. familiar with the area, you know. That would be a selling point too. Okay. Like being familiar with an area that you already mm-hmm. know, right? You know. But you know, good points about that area in particular here in Michigan. We've had like you know, like the the equity in Oak Park in particular has yeah. just everywhere. It, you know, increased tremendously. You know, even from. Um, so I have a best friend right now who's staying in Oak Park. And um I think a year, maybe two mm. ago, she was offered the house for like a hundred thousand. <laughs> and everybody know that anything in Oak Park right now is like yeah. two hundred plus. Right. So at the time, um the mindset was it's not worth it. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like right. this house ain't worth a hundred thousand dollars. Mm. That's why and it's I asked like, her where she rent the house she mm. in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, or is it? Yeah. Or is yeah. it? Uh-huh. So you know, um, I think that sometimes when the buyers, you have a lot of people um, over the years since we've been increasing in our in in equity and you know property values and coming back from like the recession, right. who have spent you know whether it was early on where you could go up ten eleven thousand dollars and just finance yeah. it when you didn't have so much competition, right or now you have this new phase of like the appraisal guarantees. The values are still right now; they're increasing. Right. So, um, what what else have you been curious about when it comes to purchasing a house? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, well, outside of like you know where your credit needs to be at, you know, what different loans can you go through? Um. I mean, basically, like, the main questions I asked you earlier, those are the key points. But also, too, um, when going into purchasing a house, do you advise, if you're dating, not even dating, like, if you're even married, like a married couple. Right. Do you, how do you go about when you're purchasing a house? Like, are both names? Like, oh yeah, this is good. Like, so I'm a, <laughs> like, like I'm, does the wife name go? Is the the person like does the husband name go? Do both names go? Like, I'm gonna yeah, let Reggie go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like we like jumping. Yeah, it's, it's a, a scenario by scenario yeah. basis. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you the answer on paper, and then I'm gonna give you my opinion. Okay. The dating versus marriage. Part, okay. Right. So, on paper. You got to think about two things, both people's credit and their income, mm-hmm. because you might, we see it all the time. One person has good money. Mm-hmm. Um, they make the most, but their credit is shot or they got the $900 car note and they can't, it's throwing their income to debt ratio okay. off. Right. Or you have where both people have income, uh, one person bad credit and the lender just like, no, nah, you need to keep them off the loan, but you can add them to the house. Okay. On title. So house title and mortgage is two different different things, things, right? And a lot of times people would be like, well, I'm not helping with the down payment if my name not on the title, (laughs) right? You're going to get that a lot. Okay. So it really depends on who qualifies. Sometimes one person can qualify for the loan um, and the other person don't have to be on it. But this is where we become like relationship counselors mm-hmm. at the closing table or during the process mm-hmm. because it'll make a person feel some type of way. For Here real. we are. We came into this process together mm-hmm. and now you letting this person tell tell you to leave me off the property. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I can add you to the title. You just don't have to come to closing. You don't have to sign <laughs> under these dots. But the mm-hmm. issue is, is whoever signs that mortgage regardless of who's on title, is responsible for the mortgage. Got it. So if y'all break up, this is why I kind of, <laughs> my opinion, I'm not giving relationship advice, but if you're dating, um, you need to think it through and have that conversation, what's going to happen if we break up. Mm-hmm. Because if your name is on the mortgage and they there, and for some reason you can't get them out the house or whatever, but their name is on title, you're going to have a big issue because mm. now you responsible for a payment and you can't get the, it just caused all type of issues. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, that's why you ask. That's why, yeah. you know, I'm, my opinion, my opinion, yeah. if you dating, don't do it. Don't know. Don't mm-hmm. buy a house. Right. Today. 
period. Right. Yeah. But if you're married, I still only want to put one person's name on the house. Cause yeah. I want and I can understand why leverage. you would do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want to leverage our credit. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And I mean, you just want to be prepared. You're not going into any situation expecting the worst, but let's say that, um, if you and your wife, me and my wife both go on the mortgage and we have to, we, for whatever reason, we lose the house. Now both of our credit is messed up. Right. Mm. Yeah. If uh, I just go on the mortgage and then we lose the house, I still got her credit to be able to go buy another And then you have to think about it too, like even if you want to invest in other like business ventures. Mm -hmm. So owning a house sometimes can be leveraged. Mm -hmm. They they hey, you have some stability there. But sometimes you may be buying another like investment property. And they're looking at your mortgages, and now they're looking at your income to debt ratio. Right. Well, I'm not even on the house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm on, I may be on title. And then that's when you get into the legal part. Well, um, her name may not be on a mortgage. It may be on title, or I just have her on a will or something like mm -hmm. that. It's, it's different ways because yeah. people do feel a certain way. Like, yeah. I'm here. I don't have no ownership yeah. rights whatsoever. Yeah. Right? So that, yeah, you have to have that talk up front. Yeah. Then if you marry, you know I don't care about being on the uh, on the deed anyway. Because, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. pay all the bills anyway. Anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> but people people always have that fear they're gonna get kicked out we got, or we got something this, like uh, that. We got to thank our guests for coming. <laughs> no, no. So, so no, I no, said I said that I would just step away for a minute. I said yeah. I would come okay. back if y'all wanted me to. Yeah. Y'all yeah. I mean, just need like 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Super so I guess going to take a little break and <laughs> come back while we continue this conversation. Right. So, I mean, I think that was a good segue, though. I mean, it, it is. It is. So is that, is that, so I don't think that, I mean, I guess technically you're supposed to. If you're married, right, you're supposed to put both. Well, of them it on used it? to, you know, it used to be dower rights. Yeah. No so worries. it was like if you, if the husband buy the wife, automatically has dower rights. Mm -hmm. But the wife could buy a sale without the husband. Right. The husband at the time, the husband could buy, but he couldn't sell without the wife. Right. But now that's all. That's all changed. Mm -hmm. And then we're in a society now where you don't know who to call husband, who to call wife, because people are identifying with different whatever right mm -hmm. so it's really equal so you just have to decide up front who's gonna can we, be on can we what. get a, uh, our other guests in here right quick dean yeah <laughs> you don't <get> no <laughs> questions dean That's dean, dean always have right he ain't a first time home buyer <laughs> yeah he, well, he all, have questions he do, yeah he do so, um i got the main camera uh, <laughs> all right so dean <laughs> beans right. all right so that's here. First time home buyers? Yeah, but you're yeah. not a first time home buyer, though, right? Uh, technically, yes. Oh, okay. But right. I think this is because, a good see, time. I was a situation that yes. y'all talked about. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. So we was in a relationship and we bought the house. Mm. I had the bread. Right. I had the credit. Right. But I didn't have the tax information at the time. Yep. You know, yep. and it was like, it's time to buy a house. And I was like, I don't want to live nowhere that ain't mine. Right. <laughs> yep. You know? Exactly. That's like, what I was no, Y'all literally said what I said. I was like, yep. mm -mm, no, nah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Because it's not in my name. Right. And if the second you get mad, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to have to leave. And so because of love. Right. I went on here and I went through with it. <laughs> and the funny thing, we out of pocket, 
spent less than five hundred dollars. Right. Because we got in the uh, Mister program mm, when they okay. was giving twenty thousand mm. towards your down payment and concession. So that right. paid for everything. Okay. Literally, you know. Right. Um, and when we broke up, everything that I had said, right, I was like. It ain't my house. Right. Right. <laughs> it's not my house. Right. Now I done I done paid umpteen thousand dollars for a roof. For well putting yep. on a roof, but I'm redoing all the plumbing, mm-hmm. yep. renovations. You know what I'm saying? It's not to say that she didn't do nothing. Right. You know, right. but I know what I spent. Right. You dig what I'm saying? And once we let it go, I mean even to this day, she said this is our house because she's an honorable right. person. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you was lucky. it's not my house. <laughs> right. You know? So I would advise anybody, if you care about the property, make sure your name is on it. Right. If you care about the value of the property, that means something to you. If you don't care, then so what? Right. Well, you're talking about somebody that's in the... Because y'all wasn't married, obviously. We wasn't married. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I deal with a lot of situations like that. And when we get to the closing table, they let me know, with, which, do you want to be added to the deed or do you not want to be added to the deed? And a lot of times people, I just... The title company just asks the person to the deed at closing. Right. right. Well, see, here's the thing. When you get into programs, it's based upon yep. one person's... Um, uh, income. So right. you can't put your name nope, on that deed until that's after that information. You can put your name on the deed <laughs> at closing. At closing, always. But I'm saying I know you can. <laughs> you're saying, saying it, yeah. I know you can, but if you do that, then you mess up the program no, you don't. you in. No, that's what we was told. I know. It, yeah. Yeah. it depends on the program. They don't, they don't want. Uh, they don't want you doing that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? Right. So yeah, because because we were gonna get a quick claim. Like some no people problem. do it after closing. Yeah. Yeah, because um, a, a lot of people add like their kids or mm-hmm. their moms name the deed after closing for other reasons in yeah. case of mm-hmm. death or something like that. Um, so I just got but, told a whole ass lie. No, yeah. well, not necessarily, or, <laughs> or or that could have been a requirement for the program at the time because they probably. I said, think it was because so the Mr. title company probably said we didn't want to do it at closing, but we can do it after closing for you. you. Can right. Always, but he probably. Didn't I know talk you to can the always add about it. So with, right. so he said he got a Mr. Loan with Mr. for you to leave if you're married. Right. And you leave somebody off, then you have to have a higher scoring criteria. You got to be in a six sixty program. Right. You're not married, then you have to be in a six forty program. But once you are done with the underwriting process, you have your clear to close. Now you're at the closing table, and you're signing paper. Mm-hmm. The title company can bring in their quick claim deed and add you. So it's not going to happen the day of. The paperwork is the only thing that's going to happen that day. And that's just them getting your signature and notarized for the mm-hmm. quick claim deed. And then when they go to file, they'll file the mortgages. They'll file the mortgage, and, and yeah, they got to record the first deed first, yeah. mm-hmm. so it can show right in the chain of title. Gotcha. Right. So the the other thing is too, the loan rep probably um, said not to do it because a lot of those programs are based on household income. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So my application, everything said this is my household. And then at closing, you added another person to the household. Exactly. So, so that's that what I'm saying. that can be an issue. I know you can do it. I right. just know that it would have been an issue. Right. So it was like, well, you got five years for for forgiveness for this right. one because they, they forgave it then. Right. And I was like, 
I just tough out the five years and we'll do yep. a quick claim deed. You know what I'm saying? And then we made like two and a half. And it's like... <laughs> but adding right. the person to title does not necessarily mean that you add them to the household. Well, no. it. So what I'm saying is the lender... I don't know who told him that, but right. I'm thinking that the lender was probably saying... We got this far, and it was just you. Yeah. Let's Leave not change anything right. now. Do it after the fact. Right. Basically, because, what we're yeah. saying is, yes, you can add your name to the title. As I know that. Clean deed, but maybe you may not want to do it at closing. You may want to do it afterwards. Yeah, right. well, I, well right. no, we already had planned on, listen, the second closing happened, I called my agent, who was a friend of mine. I was like, right. all right, let's go ahead and do this because... Right. Uh, you want to get your name on it. You know I what I'm saying? He was like... Uh, you might yeah. want to wait on that because, you know, it was based upon this. Yeah. You just don't want to rock the boat. And I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll wait. Right. You know, and just so happened. But see, here's the, the trippy part. By the time we, I decided I was going to leave, I was like, right. well, yeah, I left the money I spent, but I also left the responsibility of the yeah. house. Correct. Yep. So it had its flip side mm -hmm. to it. Right. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is stop being so. Uh, so if a house, a house to me is a house, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not um, like a lot of people. I'm not sentimental. You know what I mean? I don't care yeah. emotionally. It's, you know what I mean? Emotionally, yeah, it's a right. house. I, I had to have like, one to learn that. Now I, I just don't even care no more. Yeah, right. It's just it's just a thing. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. But here's a question that I think a lot of people should uh, need to know. So you hire an inspector. Right. So from what I know, you don't have to take a test. You just got to do the hours <laughs> and you're an, you're an inspector. Right. Right. So one, how do you find a good inspector? Because a reference right. ain't enough going online, looking at their um, their reviews ain't enough because all their friends and family could have did the reviews. Um, and when they I'm don't do right, right. <laughs> when you get this house and all the stuff they said was good, some of that stuff is bad. Right. Based upon their advice. What what kind of defense do you have against? I think on, that, uh, on that what happens with the private inspections is so I don't necessarily love private inspections. Do we recommend them? Yes, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna tell you why I recommend them because I feel like it invites everybody into the house for at least like another two hours additional. Mm -hmm. that you're going to stand there, you're going to look at things, and you're really going to decide, like, you know, do I want this house? And this inspector is going to point out deficiencies on a very uh, minuscule level, <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you really want the real information, so, like, if you're concerned about the roof or your furnace or your plumbing, then you have to get those skilled persons into that property during your... Mm -hmm. inspection period okay so you're gonna call roof the inspector. actual roofer, roofer. somebody gonna... that wanna somebody wanna tell you if something's wrong with it so they can charge you to do it man let me cause they you. gonna give you the truth right. let me tell you yeah, I had a right. whole money pit yeah so in there for a week yeah I walk into one of the bedrooms ceiling leaking yeah what is going on so now I had to tear the ceiling out Yep. To see that the pecs that they did, they didn't do it right. But my question to you is, so this is how I always, because that, that's something that comes up fairly often, and it's unfortunate. Now, the inspectors do have a device that can show um, running water yeah. or moisture, um, and it's detected by, like, the coolness of, you know, the Understood. So when you go into that house, if you're not running water and none of that's happening, there's no evidence. So, like, I'm sitting here right now, 
and it looks pretty good. The inspector comes in, they do use their moisture detector. There's no right. moisture detected. But then I don't recall them doing that. When but when you start living in the house and you start flushing the toilet and running the bath water and all those things the stuff start happening. And things start happening. How does the inspector find that? He can't. So, so you gotta be well, realistic. No, you gotta let me finish. Well, yeah, right. You gotta let me finish. <laughs> So that was one thing. Right. Second thing, I'm sitting in the basement. It's raining outside. Right. Now, I actually made it. I made sure I went over there before we bought it on the day yep. that it rained. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. We're in the basement. Everything's pretty chill. Right. Give me about a month. We had a heavy rain. I had the River Nile in my basement. Yeah. Literally, like I could hear it flowing. Mm -hmm. and, uh -huh. I, and I looked at the wall and I touched the paint and the paint just started peeling off the wall. Uh -huh. I'm like... Okay, now how can you not? Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I had to investigate myself. And mm -hmm. what I found was from the front of the house, it was rain coming on the porch, pouring on the porch because it was a piece of gutter missing. And even if it was a gutter there, it right. was nowhere for it to go. Right. So it was going on the side of the porch. And that part of the porch where the side it was, was it was eating up the, uh, the uh, mortar. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, boom. I had to go myself. Right put a gutter up, ran it down, fill in the mortar, and I put the gutter underground, dug a trench, put PVC pipe all the way to the front of the house so right. all that water would flow away from the house and boom, I ain't got no issue. Right. Then, I'm like, something's wrong in this other room. <laughs> so I go on the roof right. and I'm like, why does it feel so soft? Yeah. I called a roofer. It was no wood there. Oh my God. Oh, Bro. Man. But look, I how still do you have not know this? No, I that, that, is so bad. that was a bad let me, inspection. Let me say, so my question is, how do you pick a good inspector? Well, hold on, hold on. Right. Let me say this, because that wasn't a bad inspector. Mm -hmm. Listen, so you he went on the roof. There, right, did he walk great. the roof? Yes, he could have walked the roof and maybe not walked in that area. Now you you can't expect you can't in, you, so you have to be realistic when you hiring an inspector. Okay, right. So you can't in, uh, expect that he's gonna be able to come out. This, you ever went to a um, you had an issue with your car. Okay. And you took it to the uh, mechanic, and you told the mechanic what it was doing, but when you get there, the mechanic like, shit, it ain't doing it right now. So I don't know what the problem is. Right. right? I'm not driving your car every day. Mm -hmm. And this is, and, and I'm not, um, I'm not trying to take up for inspectors because I don't care, right? Right. But I don't do inspections. Okay. But, um, but you can't expect somebody to come in the house for two hours, three hours, and be able to tell you what's going on for the last 30 years of that house. It's unrealistic. So you yourself was living in there for a week. So for a whole, you was in there a whole damn week. Mm -hmm. And you ain't know that you had no damn, um, uh, 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 no wood in the in the attic. You didn't know that the plumbing was leaking in the, in the <laughs> attic. You didn't know that. You I replaced a, a, all of the plumbing in the, in the house from well, underground you, to the stack. Once you figure. Like, but I got another question about point. that inspection. So you, it's because I find it hard to believe the you come back. Come on back. The inspector did not say you need gutter extensions. The grading is low on and the that's house. Where, he sent us a whole thick printout. I read all of that. Did not. Huh, that's this weird. is kind of where I agree with Dean to a certain. You do have inspectors that are better than others. That's yeah, just the reality. Sure. Right. Some are more so fun. what you do is you want to ask around for for. One, if you ask me for an inspector, I'm going to give you two that killed a couple of my deals because I know they was extra thorough. Okay. Now, some inspectors, they will, the way they word things will scare a buyer, mm -hmm. right? So you have to be careful of that, too. 
But you have to ask for good references. Like some of my inspectors I work with actually have builder's license. Right. Some inspectors, they're with an organization or a company that requires them to take some type of test and know exactly mm -hmm. what they're doing. Or they have to go through some type of training first to know what to look right. for. As far as I'm so, concerned, I'm an inspector now. Mm -hmm. Right. No, because once I, I feel like once you live through that process and you do you so you're you were a homeowner yeah. who had an inspection, so you were present for the inspection. Yeah. And then you start living with those pro problems. So I understand what you mean. Cause you have a better idea of what to look for now. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when it comes to like some of those issues that's in the wall or underground. Um, it's very hard to pick up on those things because the only way that the inspector can find that is if they cut a hole in the drywall and then watch the water run. That's what I'm going to ask. How do you expect him to know those things? So how do you expect him to know that you got a leak in your basement? Okay, so this is my thought process. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. Right. If I'm looking at somebody's house, uh, you look at the foundation, correct? Right. On the outside as well. Correct. Right. If I see that it's mortar missing. Right. And I can stick my fingers in there. You're going to say tuck point. I'm going right. to say, hey, something's wrong with this brick or whatever. You know, right. you could have an issue. Whoop -de -whoop. Did not. Right. So that's where I say, no, nah, you didn't do your job. Did because he give, maybe you, it did he give you your inspection at the time of the inspection or did he send it to you the next day? He sent it to me like in a day or two. Okay. He emailed so that means us. He, took he was his... thorough. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. cannot find. So everything that he named was not something that an inspector I disagree with. Missing? That ever. I disagree that, that with that. Mortar missing on the foundation? So, no, typically the so inspectors the, find that stuff. So he the said, grading, I disagree. I think he just had a bad, the gutter extension that's was normally that's what they find they would have found that. see here's a, here, how can you not that's why know we, you need it that's why i'm not yeah, gonna do this so it was supposed to be a, a talking to a person so he is a, a civilian right 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 I, you got to take his story with a grain of salt i'm not saying you're lying my story i'm just is saying it's, it's, his, <laughs> it's, it's, his, it's his opinion <laughs> right so i'm so thorough I'm saying, you, ain't no way you, no, it's not no way that's the biggest thing that they look for is uh, gutter extension and shit. Right. right. Did so now um, no, he said he had a heavy rain. So I'm, I'm hearing every. So he like send a, me that inspection. Hold on. Hold on. He like the the person that you go on Yelp and you read the review, right? And you and you, they be like, uh, they gave it a two, right? <laughs> right they gave right. it a two because they was the the waitress was an asshole or the kid next. Right. It was a kid in the booth next door that made it loud and shit. Right. Right. But like the, the restaurant was still that's good. not why. We, no, right? that's right. that's not me. But hold on. But listen. So but, but based <laughs> that's an asshole. But based that off, what, but based off what he's saying, right? So he just gave me three things. Right. He, he gave me a, a basement that he's saying is leaking. Right. And he gave me a roof that he said is uh, leaking. And he and he gave me a, a, a plumbing that's here's where, in the attic. Here's well, where I'm gonna stop. You here's where I'm gonna stop. Hold on. Here's where I'm gonna stop you because he went in the attic. You go in the attic and you see wood and you missing. You look for period. All, right. He yeah. didn't do his job right. I'm not. The, he didn't do his job right. When I walked in your house in Royal Oak Township yeah. and we went up to the attic, yeah. I looked directly where the wood was missing. Yes. So let's. So I agree. That's why I agree with him. He didn't say it. He wrong. Yeah. I don't agree with y'all. And then so, next thing you know, the ceiling fell down. Which is hold on. No. I, I agree. And y'all no, wait. Hold on. The reason why I won't do inspections. Wait. Hold on. Let me. That, people they expect you, as, dog. I'm not. I mean, so inspectors as as a regular person. I expect right? you to tell me what you see. Correct. He saw it. He no, didn't he didn't say. Oh, if he saw it, then he did. So no, this is what did. I can tell you. If you, you went in the attic, you ain't have, look, bro, I'm talking like as big as that sign. <laughs> 
wood look, missing. This is this is what Just I can shingles. say <laughs> about inspections and inspectors. Yeah, there's no been unless the inspector is the seller of that house. They don't have any. They're not being benefited because you're exactly. paying them. So they're gonna get paid regardless. That whatever you pay three hundred, two fifty, two seventy five, whatever it is you pay exactly. for your private inspection on your home, mm-hmm. they're gonna make that money regardless exactly. to what they tell you. Exactly. So I, I, I'm just thinking that that person was not intentionally negligent. Now maybe some things did go on. Un- I think he was remedial. <laughs> Maybe he right. wasn't that great. Maybe yeah. he wasn't that experienced. But I'm just saying that um, I don't think that it was like an intentional thing. No, I, he ain't saying intentional. He's just saying. Well, no, he I'm just saying. Right. I'm saying. Look, hole. there's oh, like no, like no, at no, this no. at this point at or this point I understand no. so much. Right. Yeah. If you go in the bathroom, you run the tub for a second and right. see how the water runs down. Right. right? Yeah. You supposed to say it's running slow. It's not. Well, it ran real slow to the point we couldn't even use that shower. Right. And the more I dug into the house, I, I had rotor rooter there. That I was like, man, just take everything out. Have you just any, had a bad inspection. Um, That's inspector. what I'm saying. Yeah, so my original question, my original question how you get a is... How? Because you can't what go you by reviews. You can't you, go by reviews on Yelp. You gotta, no. you gotta go to people. You That's gotta go to people that use inspectors all the time. Yeah. Right. It's just like if I go to a studio and I go online versus going to an actual two or three recording artists and be like, where do you record at? Yeah. Right. And I can listen to their music and the quality. Okay. I'm gonna take their advice versus gotcha. me just going online and being like Joe Smo or whatever. And I, I don't have any proof. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm taking my chances. So ask the people, your investors, who do you use for your inspections? Your realtors, who do you use yeah. for inspections? Gotcha. And that's how you find a good Okay, inspector. so my next question, I need you to entertain me for a yes, second, sir. okay? Right. You get this inspector, and he's actually, he just did a bad job, and you end up in a, a money pit. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? And it's really his fault. That's mm-hmm. how, it's his fault. Right. Where is your defense after Sue that? that? Look, yeah. Sue him. Yeah. Or look at look at his contract though, because yeah. some inspectors their contract will read in a way that they they're not liable for something that they couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Right now, if it's something like like with the gutter and the downspout, that obviously should that should have been on there. But like something under the ground, there's no way they know that. But most inspectors will even say. Um, we recommend you have a sewer scope done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't tripping right. on the underground part because right. I actually did order the sewer scope, but the trap you couldn't get the the camera, the camera the through it. Right. So, so I was like, was I was like, whatever right. comes with that, I'm okay with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we. But that wasn't the sewer. It wasn't even about the sewer. Listen, you said it came from listen the, to what I'm the, saying, uh, man. Listen to right. what I'm saying. That part from underground to the main. Outside drain. That's on me. I was right. cool with that. I'm telling you, I removed every single piece of plumbing in the house mm-hmm. and redid the whole. I spent ten thousand dollars doing a whole house over right. because it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Right. And it was like, I know you are inspecting this stuff. It is right there in front of you, bro. You can't tell me that you ain't find nothing wrong, and I had to do the whole thing. So the and I literally question, had to. So the, hold on, we can answer this question. It's simple. For everybody out there, I, I, I would love to read your uh, inspection report. Mm-hmm. But I, I, so listen, I yes, inspectors don't have a lot of qualification. It's the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah. People that are inspectors, right? Yeah. Um, 
However, well, let me say this: it's not like that in every state, neither. But here, All in states are yeah. right. However, uh, the majority of them are they put more shit on the inspection report than they should because they scare people more times. Yeah, the inspectors we get skill scare the uh, the buyer. The buyer. Uh, yeah. Then they should, right? I, I tell my buyer all the time, look, I hate inspectors, right? I mean inspections because I know they're going to come in here. They're going to put everything in the world on here. Mm -hmm. So that's why it, it makes no sense. Even if he was a bad one, mm -hmm. he would be bad against the. He worked for you. So right. if, if the if the plumbing was uh, horrible, it would have to be like some galvanized shit. I'm well, trying to think of what kind of plumbing did you have? It was a mixture of... Old school 1930s piping and PVC, and it just job. wasn't connected. So I'm talking like fumes. It, it was uh, the worst. Okay, cool. So if if you had that, yes, and if you go back and look in that inspection report, and he don't say this plumbing, this uh, is galvanized and PEX mixed, and right. uh, it needs you may need new plumbing or whatever. Right. Because he not. can't tell you that you need it. Right. He can't tell. He can't right. go in there unless he sees right. real leaks. He can't just go in there and say your plumbing bad. Absolutely. Well, some is this the difference between a good inspector and a bad one. Mm -hmm. So the good inspectors, they're going to have what's wrong. Then they're going to have recommendations. Correct. Mm -hmm. Because the recommendations are based on current city codes or goals or gotcha. building codes. So they'll say, okay, this... This is not broken or or needs repair, but I would recommend replacing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so I would say, so deal. like, and then they may kill your deal, but it's all on how you interpret it or how they word it. Mm -hmm. So an inspector may say exterior brick damage or exterior brick is in, um, has deferred maintenance or something like that. And what they really mean is you need some tuck pointing, mm -hmm. right? Gotcha. A, a few dollars to tuck point it. Right. So it all depends on wording and how they explain it to you and how you comprehend what they're saying. Mm -hmm. I want to see your inspection report. You got it? Uh, uh, it's probably in the email. It's probably in the email. So this this another point too. And this he ain't say wood missing from the roof. <laughs> right. <laughs> he ain't say that. That, that right there is a look. He ain't so say mortar missing from the side of your house. Right. He ain't say. I feel like the one thing that you could. Dishwasher don't work. One argument. He only got one. Right. Y'all saying that he had a bad inspector off of the three things he named. Right. I feel like that inspector only, uh, only, there's only one thing that I think he, if, if it was true. You talking about right. the wood? Yes. You saying if. <laughs> it was missing. I'm right. So then that you got a lawsuit. And it was, um, uh, something stupid like four layers of shingles on top of the house. Oh, that's yeah. a no no. And Absolutely you could not. you could see that, yep. right? Yep. Now here's the other thing too. So That's for yo you you on the side now? No, no, I, I don't because that, I still feel this Yelp situation. I got to see it. You know what I'm saying? I got to see the. I got to see the. If we would have walked up to a house and it had four layers, I would have pointed that out to you. No, I'm that's because my favorite a, uh, thing is I'm not a roofer. Yeah, but you see that right there. <laughs> yeah, some realtors will say um, a realtor that knows some of what they're doing. We'll say, look, it looks like it's got too many layers on here. It might not be up to code, but ask your inspector about mm -hmm. it, right? Or, or yep, or get a roofer there to look go. at it, right? Because that's where so, you're at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what she just, with her original statement, you got to remember. Get that professional to yeah. inspect. Now, can Absolutely. you imagine, too? So keep in mind, some buyers don't even go to their inspections. So they'll just let the inspector go in yeah. and then just get the report. So I recommend everybody you show up to your inspection. So when you guys do have a a, a, a first time or just an anytime home buyer, do y'all suggest get a plumber, get a roofer? It 
Or do y'all just say do what y'all want to do on the inspection? I have moved back to that just for some recent things that have happened. I have an insurance, I mean, an inspection company that is on uh, one of my, on my list. I have like three or four on my list. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people like this inspection company because they have some warranties and different things. I like them too. I don't even like nobody. Um, But... They have some of my clients have been disappointed by that company. I I understand it because I'm in the business, uh-huh. so kind of like this debate that we're having. They you know what I mean? Right. They feel like they feel like they. Yes. Well, I can tell you right now. So that's my point. No, that's what I'm do. saying. I'm right though. Exactly. But <laughs> so what I'm explaining is, so for me, I have been moving to the point of saying, look. If you if you really want a real good inspection, get your trades your tra- your skilled trades out mm-hmm. here. Find you a plumber that you trust. Find yeah. you an electrician that you trust in doing our seven days. Right. Get these people in here to come and look at these things, so that you can, hopefully that's a more satisfying approach. Yeah. Because I do feel like more recently. Um, a lot of people have been dissatisfied with the private inspection. I understand it. I understand it on both ends. Yeah. So this is the thing. You can go hire all those people. You can go hire your plumber. Right. He ain't gonna he wouldn't have found that shit. You can go fire hire your electrician. You, that plumber would not have found that plumbing in that attic, in that uh ceiling that was leaking. He wouldn't have found that. I can see that part. Mm-hmm. But he would have known that water wasn't going down the dang on tub, right? I, so right. I, I agree. So he'd have saw that. I agree. Uh, so what I would say is you pay for your basic inspection. Once you get your basic inspection, if you're not uh, happy with it, then you let the the uh, sellers know. We got. I got to send somebody else out there. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you like, know if you're happy with it if you're a first time home buyer? Right. right. Because That's, in the report, like Reggie said, it should say. Um, you may want Here. to have a licensed plumber right. come and look at mm-hmm. this item. So I give you a real life example. I'm listing the seller as a contractor, mm-hmm. right? He well, he's actually an electrician, but he thinks he knows everything, mm-hmm. right? This is a twelve hundred square foot brick ranch. Okay. Right. And that's gonna really make sense in a minute. He has the whole house generator, which is good. He has two circuit breaker boxes. Why, I don't know, but he said he has the basement on one circuit breaker box, upstairs on another one. He's an electrician. It makes sense to him. I'm thinking I'm going to see, like, jacuzzi tub and all this other stuff. Basement. None of that. Just That's just what he wanted to do. It's like a project to him. He has two hot water tanks. His explanation was he has one hot water tank. If this one breaks, it'll automatically kick in, and he got a reserve. 1,200-square-foot, three-bedroom brick ranch. That's a little So imagine, I'm thinking I'm going to see, like, a hot tub or something in the back or something else or a bunch of kids where they just using all the hot water. None of that, right? Inspector comes out. First thing the inspector says is um, he starts asking questions about it. And the guy, since he's an electrician, he can actually explain it in a way to make you believe it all, right? Mm-hmm. The inspector says, it looks fine, but we recommend you have a third-party electrician Absolutely. and a third-party plumber look at these two items. Mm-hmm. So that's what a good inspector would do, right? Because they don't know everything. They right. know some of the codes. So, again, you just want to ask the people that use inspectors all the time, be there, and then if most of your inspectors will recommend um, third parties. 
as well. So I got one last thing to say about this. We right. talk about this all the time. Make sure you have a good real estate professional representing you, and then you will be good. So like if you come to me, Janita, Reggie, we've been doing this long enough to where we know the signs. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know, like Janita said, she go up, she see the roof. Even if the inspector don't say something about the roof, Janita gonna say something about the roof. I got a question. Was it your inspector you hired or was it the appraisal? Cause some people confuse the two. It was a family member's inspector. So they was like, they did a good job with me. We're going to send them to you. So oh, okay. you just trusted them. Private inspector. Okay, because yeah. some people don't know the difference. Yeah. Well, you had FHA? Mm -mm. Oh, no. Yeah. We just yeah. had, it was a conventional. Yeah. With, with, a conventional with, uh, with Mr. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So that was just a learning experience for me. Now, just sell me a bandeau so I know that everything's bad. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just fix it all. Well, yeah. and I'm I think good. that when you're buying an old house, you should assume everything's bad anyway. Even there if it it's is. been painted over. That's the other thing too. Like okay. you buying a house, it's a, <laughs> right. it's a it's a it's a fucking house. You know what I'm saying? It's like you buying a, a car. How am I supposed to go in there and people ask me to come in? They be like, uh, yeah, Johnny that do it. We went to the fuck to the building yeah. today. Shit, I don't know. I, I, I see the same shit I see. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You, like you gotten it all in. Anyway. And I tell people yep. that all the time, like you know, yeah, I I fix and flip, but I'm a fix and flipper. I walk into a house, say, right. walk into the building, and I go, this will look good, that'll look good, let's do that, that, and that. And we do those things, but we don't live in a house. We don't take baths there. We don't right. flush toilets there. Mm -hmm. We don't. Shit. I'll tell you a great one. Have pool Janita is right. a computer. Yeah, right. come, come on, Kay. Uh, Janita is moving into her house mm. soon, right? Right. Close now, I already know. <laughs> We so we did a lot of things in there. Right. We replaced all her um her, her, her water lines. Right. The actually the majority of, of her drains. Um we rewired the the house, not all of it, but the majority of the house. Right. Uh she's got she went from uh, uh radiator radiator to forced air. So that's the one thing. So her forced air should be fine, right? Right. But guess what? She hasn't lived in there. Right. When, when we don't know what's gonna happen when she start using the bathrooms right. and the toilets and shit, and oh well, I don't know. Well, you know it's, it's been in there for them. But look, and I will tell you, I'm scared. So, and people houses that I work on, mm -hmm. like the people, if they, I'm use, I'm using the same person y'all using. Right. <laughs> the same person that <laughs> fixed that house is fixing my house. But I guess it's the the understanding. My house was built in 1840. I can I can tell you one better though that it's no guarantee. So I have I had a client that brought new construction, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's a big house. So like one of the rooms is like above the garage. Mm -hmm. And she was there like a year, year and a half or so. And this particular side of the house, she never used that room. Like she just put stuff in there or whatever. And her daughter was staying in that room, came home and stayed in that room. It's like I'm not getting any heat in here. Mm -hmm. Right. She never had any reason to not know it was any heat in there because it feels somewhat warm when she mm -hmm. went in there. But come to find out when the um, heating guys, when they were building a house and they did something where the ductwork was um, blocked mm -hmm. when they covered everything right. up. Exactly. So now she didn't have heat in this room. But for her, the builder, of course, had a warranty and everything like that. But it was no way nobody would have known mm -hmm. except her because she was living there and actually That's like using it. The, uh, Guess what? You can blame a million people there, right? Right. You had 
uh, they passed inspection. Yep, they the, passed the, the city, city inspection. came out and right. inspected it. But they, so that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, bro. Like we not because the city approved it when it was open. When they closed it off, the city just seen it was closed an event. Yeah, but something happened with the duck work when the they year, closed. On um Artesian, the half bath. Whoever remember they tiled over the, the event the burn, uh, in yeah. the mm-hmm. and we, we could tell it was a vent in there. It's like right. the floor was hot, but we wasn't yeah. getting heat in there. Right. And he like it's a vent under here. Y'all thought it was a heated floor. But look, (laughs) I do. So I tell people right now with the new constructions, like you said, the one thing that I do, I I love more than one thing about new construction. Right. Um, But I really like that it's not been used by anyone. Mm -hmm. It's all under warranty. And then the builder is still typically around for some time saying, you know, if you have any problems. Unless they go bankrupt. Correct. And a lot (laughs) of them do. Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of the times they're still around saying in a week or two if you have a problem with this down third yeah my trailer is right over here come mm-hmm. see me right i do like that um but when when it comes to an old house these uh, 30 it's like buying a car 25 yeah. year plus homes right just you're gonna have to expect that it's gonna be some so, stuff so look you buy the car and you drove off of the lot and right. everything was good. A week later, the engine gone. Yeah. You're going to get, you, hey, you sold me a limit. I didn't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? It drove when I sold it to you. Yeah, because I only <laughs> drove it from here to the lot. Right. Yeah. And like with new construction, too, the thing you got, if you ever buy new construction, you're going to have nail pops. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have settlement. So you might be living in your house one day, five years later, and all of a sudden you see this crack in your drywall or in your ceiling. Um, it's stuff that's gonna come up in new construction that. too. Right. Yeah. You should expect it. You but that's why the you want expectations wanna... of the individual that's paying for the. Um, I just think being expectation was. If Dean would have said, if he would have came here and he would have been like, man, the the electrical box was. Uh, it was a 3,000 square foot house. We had a 100 uh, amp uh, electrical box yeah. or, I don't know, something more, con- something that you can see. Right. He named a whole bunch of stuff that was hidden. Hidden defects. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And no, most inspectors to have a clause stating that they don't cover anything that right. they couldn't see. No, but, so right. one of the things that I do like about the inspection company, the one that Shaka was saying, so I refer out right. and he likes um, they have like a 90 day, it's either 90 days, it's like two. So 90 days either from inspection or from, right. from move in. So Dean is sitting there and the ceiling starts leaking. Right. There's some recourse. It may not be like 100% right. um, coverage, but he can go back to that inspection company within 90 days and say, um, Hey, you inspected my house. Um, right. My ceiling just came in from this plumbing leak that you didn't find. Right. And then they have like a third party insurance or something like that. that okay. You know, like a that. home warranty type yeah. thing. Yep. Do you know the difference between inspection and appraisal? So, from my understanding, that right. uh, inspection. It's more so like checking everything out, like I guess like what's functioning, what's not functioning. Right. And the appraisal is like more so how much the house is worth. Is that correct? Right. So the appraisal, so the appraiser is coming there really not on your behalf, but on the lender's behalf. Correct. Because they're determining the value of the property, but the value is determined by a few things like the size of the property, location, and the condition. Okay. So... Some appraisers, especially like with FHA, they have a checklist, mm-hmm. which is somewhat like an inspection that they're completing. 
Okay. So the roof has to have at least a minimum three to five year life expectancy for mm. some loans. Health and um, you okay. got health and safety issues. You can't have like trip hazards, mm. peel and paint and things of that nature. So an appraiser may look at a furnace and say um, it's working and it may look safe, but they can also put in there, we recommend you have um, a HVAC guy do a heat certification for you. Okay. Right. Um, so they're somewhat inspecting it depending on the type of loan you get. Okay. A private inspector is there, like we said, they're coming in on your behalf to try to discover something. Mm -hmm. Now, a good private inspector would say, you have a furnace, this is the age, we don't see any recalls on right. it, and you may have 10 years left on this right. furnace. So that's right. why Dean was so disappointed mm -hmm. in his, because he should have felt, he felt like that he should have pointed out those things. Right. And then that would have determined him not, he probably wouldn't, wouldn't have, have bought the, yeah, house. Bought the house. Or asked the seller to make the repairs. Dean wanted them to read the future. To see in the future. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm just, so, okay. Um, <laughs> do you have anything that we missed or that's important to you that you feel like, you know what? I need to know this before I leave. No, yeah, I really went over a lot of key points. Like, those are my major questions, like, you know, like the money aspect, the credit aspect. And y'all kind of went over some things that, like, inspections and stuff like that. I always hear you talk about those. So, that is something that I kind of, you know, wonder mm -hmm. about, but I know that's more so when you get into the process. But for the most part, yeah, y'all went over everything that the the major things. Okay, you know? I got one thing that I sure. that I, I would say this to um, people that's first time buyers: stop saying, uh, "I hate somebody say I want to buy a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house." You get what I'm saying? Right. Uh, come in and say how much you want to spend per month. Be, right. You know I, I mean? never got that either. Yeah. Like, be, I don't know if that's a, like, I would never, I, I would tell you, like, this is where I, like, I, would, I know, like, what area, mm -hmm. and then I know, like, what price range I want to spend on my mortgage. Correct. Right. And that's going to determine. <laughs> like, I want so, my mortgage to look like this. Yeah. That's going to determine your area <laughs> and how much house you afford. Right. Yeah. Because right. you know taxes yeah. are different. Like, so yeah. 250 spends different in different areas. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And right. I think they don't understand that. Yeah. yeah. And your mortgage, your mortgage payment. A lot of people qualify for more, but you might only want to spend. You may qualify for eleven hundred or, right. or thirteen hundred a right. month. You might only want to spend nine. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, or you may qualify for two fifty in uh, in Pontiac, where taxes less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And two fifty Southfield South is, Ooh, is different. Yeah. way different. Said different. <laughs> Let me ask you this though, real quick. So you've been in your property for three years renting, right? Mm -hmm. So. If I told you, like, if you was owning that house and three years ago, it would be safe to say that house would probably be worth about 50000 more in most areas yeah. on average. 50%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> so if you, bought, if you bought your house three years ago, how does that make you feel comparing to being a renter versus a homeowner? I mean, it doesn't make me feel any type of way. As of okay. right now, for me, you know, and what I got going on, right? So it, it doesn't make me feel anyway. Because you got to just move on your, you know, on your own yeah. accord, right? You know what I mean? Because right. I definitely don't want to get into a, like Shaka said, it's a that's a big purchase, mm -hmm. you know. So it is intimidating. So I, I'm never moving like on anybody. I'm only moving for me, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. What I can handle, you know, what I want to do, right? And what's gonna be the best decision for me. Right. So, no, nah, that doesn't make me feel any type of way. But yeah, I'm glad don't she said that. 
Don't be intimidated. I mean, it is, though. So you want to be cautious? It's a, big, it's a big, well, yeah. I mean, but it yeah, is like scared, doing right? it, like, it you know, just jumping out there. It's mm-hmm. a big purchase. It's a big thing. So you don't want to, you don't want to have it, uh, you don't want to have it to the point where it's uh, stopping you from moving. Because you can, right. you, you know, yeah. you can still move. Yeah. You just want to yeah. move cautiously. Yeah, and, and, and smart. And informed, yeah. smart. Because, like, well, he, I don't want to go through what right. Dean went through. Right. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Like, no and, then you come, you and then you come in out of, you know what I'm saying? And then you just right. getting yourself into a hole. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you know, making a bigger, you know, mess for yourself. You know? So, I, like you said, smart, wise, informed, mm-hmm. you know, with the mm-hmm. with the right <laughs> guidance. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right real estate professional. Yes, thank yep. you. So, she kind of proved, too, and this last thing I'm going to say, but... A lot of people be like, "Oh, you should. Everybody should be a homeowner." And I'm like, oh, "Everybody no. is not ready to take that on." And everybody, like you said, you have to move on your own time yeah. based on what's good for you at the moment. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. Yes. So you don't sure. feel like you're missing out on anything. No, I don't. Own. I don't feel like okay. I, I feel like I'm young and popping. And okay. I'm moving <laughs> on my own beat. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, for real. I mean, I don't have any children. You know, I'm right. not tied down. Not you know. None of that. So right. I can move accordingly and right. make a proper decision. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it's a wrap. <laughs> <All right. laughs>